Have you guys seriously not been hearing me eat this whole time? Okay, Carly, let me know when you're done eating so that we can start the podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't sound sorry. <laughs> Shelly Has Opinions, the hit new podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their sister Shelly's opinion on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is... Shelly Chatfield Allison. And we also have... Julie Chatfield Miller. And finally, our sister expert for this evening is... Carly Chatfield Yoda. Yo, duh. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Was that his first name? I thought that was his Christian name. I do not believe he has a last name. As sister expert, I feel I have Master to Master is his first name. Yoda is his last name. Oh, dang. All of these t- all this time I didn't know. Uh, welcome, girls, and welcome to you, the Shelly Gang, uh, for another hair-raising adventure. Um, <laughs> actually uh i this is our first regular episode after our bonus podcast which was an interview with our mom and julie and carly you both missed that that particular recording session and i'm wondering what questions would you have asked mom if you had been there at the recording well, first off, I'd like to say, I while I listened to it, along with all the other commoners on the internet, uh, I was suffering from some major FOMO. I just really <laughs> wished that I was there recording with you guys. Yeah, um, it's FOMO. Fear of missing out. Oh. Have you ever had FOMO, Carly? (laughs) Just now when she didn't know what that meant. (laughs) Yeah. I'm immortal? What kind of answer is that? I'm immortal. I've never missed out. I've always been here. (laughs) I always have a chance. Um, So Yoda is his last name. Minch is his first name. Just in case anyone was wondering. Oh, come on. What? No, All it's right. like a thing. I, well, I mean, I you are the sister expert, so we have to believe you, but okay. it is troubling news. <laughs> <laughs> um, but questions I would ask mom? Uh-huh. Mm. I would ask I her, know. what is the softest towel she has ever owned? Why? Why would that be ask her? <laughs> and how would you identify it? That one. Uh, I know white what is the softest towel I have ever owned. Does anyone not care about this as much as I do? <laughs> I, I bet you have not owned as many towels as mom has. Yeah, I've owned I would like agree. five towels, t- five different kinds of towels. <laughs> oh, Julie, that was the most bougie time. laugh I've ever heard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was my re- regular laugh, too. Oh, dang. <laughs> oh, no. What have I become? <laughs> you only own five kinds of towels, Carly. Mm. <laughs> How many of them are monogrammed? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, Carly, so you would ask mom that 
silly question. <laughs> Julie, <laughs> what would you ask mom? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'd probably panic like that. Like, I don't know. But I, the uh, tables would be turned. Shelly wouldn't be the panicker. Who is the shy sister now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was the I was the um handler. I was yes. the mom handler. I was too busy <laughs> trying to teach her the the ropes of podcasting to be be nervous. <laughs> uh but I think it was a, a very uh well done interview and I'm glad mom did it and I feel like it would be a fun interstitial sometimes to our normal recordings to just yes, interview mom, just means. see what she's got going on. In yeah. there, uh, yeah. I asked. I asked mom if she'd caught the bug, like if she was just gonna like bust in every time I'm recording now and just be like, "Hey, what's going on? Can I be on the show again?" Well, I've been trying to get you and mom to have your own podcast uh, for like a while now, but you <laughs> won't do it. Yeah, you're right. I won't. You just won't bend to Holly's will. Hey, Not how many this time, Shelly? How many times have I asked you since you straight up told me no about that podcast? Uh, not as many as I would have thought. I'm getting better. <laughs> yeah, I'm growing. Uh, well, I am so glad that we are together now, um, and I think we should move on to the topic for this week, Shelly. Are you a little out of practice with talking about a specific topic? Do you need refreshing on how we do this? Um, I think I'm okay, but uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> okay, so we come up with a topic, and Shelly doesn't know it, and then we surprise her with it at the time of recording. And it is always a good idea because Shelly inevitably gets a little panicky about it. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's fun. Just, it's just fun. Uh, so this week, the topic is stargazing. <gasps> Shelly, you are frequently, un- <laughs> you're frequently nervous about not knowing what the topic is. Do you know what stargazing is? Um, I do, I think. <laughs> no, <it is. laughs> I guess. Are we talking about very casual, just like laying on a blanket, looking up at the stars? Or are we talking like legit, like with, you know, all the, all the gear, you know, finding different galaxies and whatever? <laughs> I think the short answer is yes. <laughs> okay. All of the above. Got it. Cool. 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 Oh, dang. <laughs> I was, I was thinking cash. But I <laughs> Casual, I'm a, but also I'm going to write that down for uh, more formal. I'm, I'm going to quickly make some notes. Here. Okay, well, <laughs> it's your turn. You're gonna start, oh, we're we're going to have Julie do the pro side of why Shelly should like stargazing. I am going to do the anti of why Shelly shouldn't like stargazing. And then our sister Carly, who is an expert in Shelly, will tell us what she thinks Shelly will choose. Julie, are you ready? Yes, because I I remembered the word telescope. Oh, thank you. That's all I needed. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) So that's my last point on here, telescope. (laughs) Okay. Uh, This is a a little bit of a different way, a little bit of a different structure. Start at the end and then flashback to the beginning and see how we get to the end. Okay. So um, uh, stargazing. 
my first point is telescope. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> That's going to be time ending. Start with telescope um, and end with telescope. Um, now, if you want to be fancy like that and bust out your telescope, you can impress all your friends. Um, you can... You can go online right beforehand if you're a little rusty with your constellation names and and learn them up. And you know what? Your friends probably won't know much about uh, constellations and the stars and the cosmos. Is that because Shelly has dumb friends? <laughs> yeah, what are you uh, saying? <laughs> yes. Yes, Aww. that's exactly what I'm saying. Shots fired. So... Um, <laughs> So even if you like point the telescope at the wrong thing and you're saying the wrong facts for the the region of stars you're looking at, it don't matter. It don't matter. It's about confidence. Exactly. Yeah, um, if they don't know, you just make it up. <laughs> yep. That's what I do. And that's why all my friends are always impressed with me. They're like, wow, <laughs> you know <laughs> so much. <laughs> uh uh <laughs> I recently watched Muppet Treasure Island, and oh. in it, <laughs> Polaris, the North Star. <laughs> uh, just so saying. Uh, yep. That's my second point. Polaris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> as long as you get that one right, you can make up the rest. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like, in the movie, he points up at the sky, and I don't even know what star he's supposed to be supposed to be pointing at. <laughs> they do do that, okay. like, cut to just the sky. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, like the sky and his hand pointing up into the sky. And I'm like, you're not, like, unless your fingertip is touching one of the stars. <laughs> <laughs> not literally. Wow. wow. That Tim Curry's hand is just so <laughs> can reach out to the stars. <laughs> uh, okay, well, let's just move on from that very cogent point of Polaris. Okay. Um, going out stargazing. Now I'm transitioning into the, the more casual, like you just take a blanket out and whatever. Look at the stars. Um, just looking up. At the, the blanket of stars above you, it really puts you in your cosmic place, you know? Like, <laughs> the universe is so big, and we're so small. It just makes you think. And that's, and that's a good thing. You, you like to feel how small you are yeah. in the grand scheme of things. Are you thinking exactly. that Shelly needs to be put in her place? <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? I, I know don't. I do. I know exactly where my place is. Touching the stars. <laughs> Literally. Uh, <laughs> but it's just good to remind yourself that, like, aren't we all just stardust floating through the galaxy? Yep. Uh, the answer is yes, okay. uh, <laughs> We are made of star stuff. <gasps> That's good. Is that a quote? Or is yeah, it, it is. I think it is. Read a book, yeah. Julie. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, this is the time where you could have impressed your Julie and been like, I totally made it up because she didn't know. She's one yeah. of your dumb friends. <laughs> while, I'm, while I'm meditating under the stars, I can just think of things like that. <laughs> I think first about how small I am, and then I think of very profound quotes. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'd buy that book. Shelly Allison. <laughs> Quotes under the stars. <laughs> Shelly, that's going into our merch store, so you better think of some quotes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Well, now there's a lot of pressure, so I won't be able to think of anything. My meditation is going to be ruined tonight, Holly. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I, I just suddenly felt a little depressed because I know that it's warm enough in your neck of the woods where you could go out and like... Well, the, the high today was only die. like 70, so... Oh, it uh, was very warm in my... It was actually <laughs> extremely lovely in my neck of the woods. Everyone should move Extreme to Extreme loveliness. <laughs> So are you going to go out Stargate gazing tonight, Carly? <laughs> um, I could if I so chose, and y'all can't, so I'm the best. Do it if you want to. Don't do it if you don't want to. Uh, yuck. Can I tell you what, what it was like outside at my house today? Yes. Um, we, uh, my car was parked down on the street, and I have a very long, very steep driveway going downhill. Uh, so I knew it was icy down there, but I didn't know how icy it was. And I started doing my very tiniest penguin steps to get down this hill. And then I started sliding. So it was like skateboarding style. And then I totally fell on my bum and slid all the way down to the street. Oh, oh man. No, it's like a game of shoots and ladders for real. Yeah. <laughs> it's very scary. Yeah. And if I weren't on my way to church, I may- maybe would have gone up the hill and tried it again for fun. But I was busy. Plus, I hurt my little bum. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And and where your church clothes just ruined. (laughs) They're just wet and icy. Fortunately, I was wearing my nice long snow coat. So Ah, nice. Um, But my hair did get icy when I was scraping off all the the ice off my car. Oh, man. That hurts my feelings. Anyways, yeah. let me let me go back into my mind space of summertime when you can look at the stars and um, <laughs> die. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, going stargazing is a fantastic excuse to go out into the remote areas where there's no light pollution. And get your snuggly blankies and your thermos of hot chocolate and just, like, snuggle and enjoy nature. Mm-hmm. Stars are beautiful. And so are you. Oh, <laughs> oh thank you. Is this how, that is is this how people are going to get their parts picked as they just compliment me now nonstop? <laughs> is it going to work? Uh, yeah. It's working. It's- <laughs> Shelly, I'll it. even it out in mine and be really insulting. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that evens it out really well. <laughs> yeah, that yang. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the balance of my life. I'll get back into my meditation tonight, no problem. I'll just feel so balanced. <laughs> okay. Um, this my last point. Uh, it's a mini segment I like to call Love Bucket. <laughs> tell you. Get out, get out your buckets, guys, because I'm going to tell you a really romantic story. Oh about me and no! Corbin. Um, there was a time way back when, when we were just dating, that uh, you I and like, I were just hey. dating. <laughs> we were all just dating. It sounds like <laughs> we were all just dating. Did I say you and I? No, you just said we. <laughs> said we. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah. There's no one Wait, but me Julian and Corbin. Corbin. I said that. No, you didn't. <laughs> I said when me and Corbin were dating. No, that is we... a fact of not fact. Play the, I'll just I'll just imagine all four of us on a blanket <laughs> together. Okay, Julie, James is sorry. And Corbin. And Corbin. <laughs> Corbin in the middle. <laughs> yep. Um. So I myself, just me, took Corbin <laughs> only. <laughs> uh, uh. I took him up the canyon. When we were back in Provo, took him up Provo Canyon uh, to Bridal Veil Falls, which is has a lovely little park with a, a lovely little waterfall, um, and uh, it was very dark, which was perfect. And there was a meteor shower going on, which was also so perfect. Uh, and we walked uh, down the path and laid out on the blanket, and we were like snuggling and just looking up at the beautiful sky and i did not see any shooting stars all i saw was bats <laughs> very disappointing. that's amazing um, is this the part where we and... barf <laughs> no i love bats i'm excited <laughs> this is great <laughs> this story is way less puketastic than i, I thought mean, it would be so far <laughs> the bats were pretty cool i won't lie um but then we heard the sound we're like what is that sound and then we're like, oh, shoot, it's the sprinklers. So we gathered, we stood up real quick and gathered up all our blankets. And then we uh, just like, we couldn't see anything. We couldn't see where the sprinklers were coming from. And it's like this, the like super industrial heavy powered ones. Okay. Uh, but that doesn't mean they're invisible. <laughs> it was really dark. There's like, there aren't any like lights at Bright Little Falls. I think technically you're not supposed to be there after dark. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> um, I think the statute of limitation has passed. So <laughs> I just don't want to tarnish my reputation okay. of being an, a responsible park goer. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it's very, very important to me. Uh, so we gather up our blankets really quick and we're like, okay, we're just going to run for it. And we start running and uh, just end up running like right through the the water stream and like i got like shot in the side of the head like soaked so we run all the way to the car and throw everything in the back seat and jump in and then we laughed and laughed and then talked for hours <laughs> oh, oh, oh there was such was a downturn and in- to stargazing <laughs> <laughs> i really thought it was not as romantic as i was worrying it would be but then at the end there it and then <laughs> and then we smooched oh, oh <laughs> that's an evil laugh right there <laughs> uh, and then here's here's the best part of the story <laughs> and then you got <laughs> married and had three kids <laughs> yep bada bing bada boom three kids uh, no when we were like driving down so we were like still our relationship was still relatively new and we were like driving back down the canyon and he was like can i ask you a personal question and my heart started fluttering, and I was like, oh, my gosh, what's he going to ask me? Like, something personal about our relationship? <laughs> and, then, and then he asked, where do women grow hair? <laughs> 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 oh, 
is a great ending to that story. Uh, <laughs> and it's all thanks to Stargate. <laughs> oh man, I think I think I may need to change over now. If if that's the end of that story, and it's all thanks to stargazing, I have been yeah, I've been convinced. Uh, so Julie, were you going to end it with telescope? Again, (laughs) (laughs) telescope. (laughs) Uh, Well, I am so glad that you are so pro stargazing because I am so anti stargazing. Shelly, are you prepared to hear why I'm so anti stargazing? Yes, and I'm also stealing myself for the really uh, bad insult you're going to give me later in your <laughs> argument. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, so the reason that I believe that Shelly will not choose to like stargazing is because, number one, it is not an Olympic sport. We are in full <laughs> throttle of the 2018 Winter Olympics, and we are only allowed to do Olympic things during this time of year. And stargazing <laughs> is not one of those things. And Shelly, are you ready for this insult? I, you I am. <laughs> are not an Olympic athlete. Oh, I'm wounded to my soul. <laughs> Here's the thing is that Shelly, the Shelly gang will know that I am really good at insults. So uh, they won't think that that was an insult. So Shelly, there's another one coming later. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I thought I was over the hump. Uh, my next point as to why you won't like stargazing is so tired dot 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 (laughs) yay um the thing is about stargazing is that you can only do it at night and not only (laughs) night but like night time and oh no (laughs) (laughs) sounds serious (laughs) and not only night time but Generally, like Julie was saying, you want to do it in a warmer type of weather. And in the summer, the sun doesn't go down until like 930. And I happen to know that Shelly, as mom mentioned on the podcast last week, has always liked her sleep. Mm -hmm. And she covets it even more now because she is the resident insomniac of our family. Hooray! <laughs> there, that's the second insult. <laughs> burn, solid burn. Anytime that Shelly can get to sleep and be asleep, she's going to do it. She's going to put that above most other things, including stargazing. Stargazing is a nothing compared to a good night's rest. And uh, you can't just put off stargazing until you feel awake enough to do it because then the stars are gone. Uh, that's my quote that's going to go into Shelley's book. Um, <laughs> inspirational yeah. book while stargazing. <laughs> yeah, I'll write another one for while I'm sleeping. I meditate while I sleep and then I write really good quotes <laughs> after that because I just love sleep so much. I, I wax, I wax uh, 
What is it? What's the word I'm looking for? Poetic. There we go. <laughs> I couldn't get prophetic out of my mind. <laughs> I wax prophetic <laughs> from time to time. It's very good. Uh, my next point is that if you're if you have to choose a type of pollution to be in your life, it's got to be light pollution because all of the other oh, ones gosh. are pretty detrimental. And it seems like um, just in our society and in environments, like pollution is a must. And so if we have to have some, <laughs> it's got to be light pollution. And Shelly obviously can't go stargazing when there is light pollution. And she lives in a very... Uh, Oh, great. Now I can think of as prophetic. She lives in a very prophetic area where there are a lot of people. (laughs) Highly populated area. Prolific. (laughs) My area is so so prolific. I can barely keep up. It's so prolific. Protractor. (laughs) Very protractor area. 180 degrees of light pollution. Uh, So... Shelly, that is why I think you will choose stargazing also. Okay. The stars are unknowable. <laughs> I mean, they're just so cosmic and like they make you feel so small, but also they're so far away and you they don't have like name tags. How are you going to know them? <laughs> um, so they're just unknowable. There's no reason to study them. Um with our eyes or any other <laughs> instruments um, because they're just unknowable. There's no Got way it. to know. Holly doesn't dare utter the word telescope because it was on my list twice. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, there's no use for that. Uh, but I do have a story about one time when all of us went on a date and then we asked each other where girls grow hair. I hope he's not embarrassed by this story. He doesn't listen to the podcast, so I know. Um, Okay, so here's my final point, and it is my most cogent, and honestly, like it's basically my creed that I live by, and I hope that Shelley will agree with it. Okay, (laughs) two words: indoor kid. <laughs> yeah. I myself am an indoor kid. I have a hard time um imagining going to fancy like traveling to fancy places because I just want to be inside wherever I am. And I could be inside in a lot of places. <laughs> you could be inside anywhere. I can be inside anywhere. That's that's my next aphorism. That is going into the book. I can be inside anywhere. That's true. <laughs> Oh no, Carly! Do you travel? Do you like take a tent with you wherever you go? No, it's a state of mind. Um, (laughs) Okay. uh, No, it's uh, just you. I don't want to say it's impossible because nothing's impossible, but it's nearly impossible (laughs) to stargaze inside where I want to (laughs) be. And just just become very, very rich and have a glass ceiling and break it and oh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> shatter would, that glass why would ceiling. You break it? Oh, so that, that you can that kind symbolism of for women's rights. Yeah, so the man <laughs> doesn't it. oppress us. Um, the, the only person <laughs> with glass 
anything that I approve of is Willy Wonka with that glass elevator. Um, <laughs> because then I could still but- be inside. So, <laughs> got it. <laughs> Holly. Yeah. Weren't you the one when we were children who had one of those like star projector things? Yes. Uh, oh, yes. yes. Bill Nye, the science guy, right? No, it wasn't. It wasn't Bill Nye. It was the other it was guy. Beekman. Yeah, Beekman's oh, world. Yes. Beekman's world. Uh, and he was kind of like a mad yes. scientist, if you will. But yes, I did have one of those, and uh, I I liked it very much. I actually, unrelated, looked up like three or four weeks ago to see if I could find one on like eBay, but there was like no record of it anywhere. And so, uh, (laughs) it was a figment of our collective imaginations. Yeah. I thought it was all a dream. So that's why I didn't include it in my, in my response. Because I thought it wasn't real. (laughs) We were all hallucinating the same Ah, thing. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. They do make things like that. Now it's just not Beekman's World branded. Beekman's um, of our imagination. <laughs> but what? I make, ultimately want to be inside anytime, uh-huh. any time of day. And I think that Shelly does too, just based on her habits of being inside. Uh, she's, <laughs> if, if you called Shelly at any given point in time, she's probably inside somewhere. <laughs> what? I found it. It's called the Star Tower. <laughs> what? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Carly, I really looked for like an hour. Holy cow. Um, cool. She's uh, an expert for a reason. You needed a uh, sister expert is what you needed. That's what I needed yeah. this whole time. Uh, so ultimately, Shelly, please choose uh, against stargazing so that you and I can be bonded forever. And um, I want to do... Oh. I have one more insult for you. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The only difference between you and a star is that a star's gaseous output is measurable. (laughs) Oh, okay. Now mom can't listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah, it's too mean. Shelly, it's it's just a joke. I don't I don't know if there's such a thing as a fart and burp uh measurer. Um so so it could have just been a joke about how you haven't invented the technology yet. <laughs> or about how I never pass gas at all. <laughs> so maybe it's actually a compliment. You, burp, Shelley, you do That's burp. an interpretation. You're right. That would be that would be an insult though, because it's it's healthy for your body to spell that. <laughs> yeah, Shell. Oh. oh jokes on you. Oh, I just can't just can't win. <laughs> just can't. <laughs> so Carly, you are very familiar with the workings of Shelly. What do you think Shelly will think about stargazing? Um I think that if she could view it within one of those fancy planetariums and be warm and cozy and uh, like have it have like a narrated story as they do sometimes, then she would be totally into it. But I also think that like if she was already out camping or something, but I don't think she would have like make put effort toward seeing any specific 
thing. What effort do you need to put in? Just open your dang eyes. <laughs> it sounds like you're arguing for stargazing now all of a sudden, Holly. You've really no. flip-flopped on the issues. <laughs> what I am uh, saying is that words mean things and you should use them in an accurate way. Got it. <laughs> the effort is getting up early in the morning and I... Ha- <sighs> Stargazing is not about seeing the sunrise. That's just one star. <laughs> well, early in the morning as in like two in the morning, I think she's saying. Oh. Yes. <laughs> as someone who does stargazing on a regular basis and knows all the best places to stargaze around Mesa, Arizona, I know that it's like four in the morning that these things happen. Um, can I tell a quick stargazing slash farting story? Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that I just remembered. <laughs> slash slash camping story so it fits um one time when i was in college me and my friends all went camping and it was really fun and we were like sitting around the campfire talking and then one by one everybody went to their separate tents boys tents mm-hmm. and girls tents except for uh-huh. me and this one other boy who wasn't corbin <laughs> <laughs> and uh So we were, like, sitting, looking at the stars, just, like, (laughs) talking and enjoying each other's company. And then then, uh, I totally farted really loud. And then I was like, well, good night. (laughs) 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 The end. That's very good. Uh, Can I tell a farting story that I've already told you, but I haven't told the podcast listeners? Yes. Yes, please. (laughs) So I was sitting at church, um, just being so reverent and just really trying to to get in a good headspace because I was teaching the twelve and thirteen year old Sunday school the next hour. And all and of a we sudden, we know how you like to fight them. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's true. Yes, that's true. And it blocking the door so Kelly couldn't come in and kiss them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so sitting in church, uh, it's a quiet part, uh, of the meeting, um, in the, the big congregation and Lucy is snuggling right up against me as she is wont to do. And all of a sudden I fart a loud fart that can only be described as a child high pitched screaming into a toilet. <laughs> Will you do a reenactment for us, please? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have I don't have a portable toilet here to reenact it. Because really the echo is important, but like a ceramic echo. Uh, so Lucy heard it because she was sitting right next to me and she started like laughing and laughing and laughing. And I was super embarrassed, but then I Ultimately, a group texted all of you and told you that because it was very important. (laughs) (laughs) And something crazy happened that I didn't even tell you, but I have to tell you. So right before the meeting started, we walk into our pew. I mean, not that we have assigned pews, but the pew that (laughs) we had selected. And I am the first one to walk in. And I notice on the carpet is a... like a crumbled up Costco receipt. And I'm like, I will be a good Samaritan and I will pick up this Costco receipt. So I pick it up and it's wet. Oh, gross. So I'm telling my friends who are sitting around me, oh, I just was trying to be a good person. And I picked up this wet receipt. Maybe we should try and find out at least 
what this person bought so that we can, you know, get something out of this. So I <laughs> opened it up and it was just someone who had bought a Costco gift card. And then as I f- unfurl it, it turns out boogers. It was wet with boogers. Gross. Someone had oh. used it as a tissue and ugh. Uh, I <laughs> left my body and was so grossed out, <laughs> returned, and then scooched out of the pew uh, and ran to the bathroom and <laughs> threw it away and washed my hands for 15 minutes and then the meeting started and then I farted. So <laughs> all in all it was a really exciting and action packed day. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Carly, it's it's your turn. I shouldn't be telling fart booger stories. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, so this is a true fact. I have already found how to buy the Star Tower and posted it on our <laughs> website. Oh, no. I hope no one gets it before me. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you've really done your, your due diligence. Yeah. <laughs> You're so, such an expert. <laughs> so, Shelly, so in your opinion, Shelly... Lo- will like stargazing, but just in an inside situation. Yes. Okay. Um, well, we would like to welcome the MVP of this podcast, the most vintage podcaster, Shelly Allison. Hey, Shell, what do you think about stargazing? Hey. Well, I have a lot to say about it. I've been taking notes this whole time. Oh, man. <laughs> I remember to bring a paper and, and pen. Uh, (laughs) i just hear you like whipping the the paper (laughs) yeah i won't do that i won't do that to everybody's ears um, first i'd like to go way off topic and just say uh well it's kind of on topic because holly was talking about the olympics um as i've been watching people do sweet flips and stunts and stuff i've been thinking about stunt casting (laughs) (laughs) yeah go back and listen to our episode about which is first which should you do first reading the book or seeing the movie and i'm just imagining like holly like on a snowboard doing the the slope style you know where she they're doing flips and stuff and just like casting a movie in her mind (laughs) as she's going down and it's just been tickling me like the whole games so far um, but that's neither here nor there. I just, it makes me happy. I like it. <laughs> um, so stargazing. It is not an Olympic sport. Holly is right. <laughs> I can see the, <laughs> the point. Um, and I, I also think it should not be. <laughs> Here's why. It's not very athletic. <laughs> so I'm just going to lay that out on the table right now. Just get okay. that out of the way. <laughs> um. <laughs> Next thing about light pollution. Um, light pollution is bad. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> of all the of all the pollutions, it's maybe not as bad as some, but it's still bad. If you've watched Planet Earth 2 and you see the baby turtles going the wrong way because they're tricked into uh, going into the land instead of going out to the oh sea no. because the light is so bright, you'll know that. that light pollution that. is horrible. It's so sad. And also living here now in the L.A., the greater L.A. area, the light pollution here is significantly worse than living near Sydney. When you're on an island, even near a big city, <laughs> the light pollution is really not bad at all. Oh, <laughs> and really? it's a delight. Yeah, no, it's, it was like we could see tons of stars 
And I was Brag. always surprised. Beautiful. Different kinds of stars. <laughs> Brag. That's, <laughs> that's one of my other points, Julie, is that I've lived now in both hemispheres. Brag. I've seen, <laughs> seen <laughs> stars and stars and stars, all different constellations, all different stars. But I have been able to see Polaris <laughs> all the time, but in a different place. And um, so let's see. What else? I, I feel so official now looking at notes while I'm thinking about things. Just while Shelly's looking at notes, I just want to let you all know that 100% one of the reasons that I moved to Arizona was I believed that there would be no light pollution because it was the middle of nowhere in the Wild West. Oh, but false. apparently, <laughs> apparently Phoenix is famous for its lack of caring about light pollution. Yep. So. <laughs> well, somebody, did, somebody didn't do her uh, experting yeah. on that topic. Carly, you should have asked me, and then I would have put a post about it on our <laughs> Facebook page. I think I just blew up my mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. um, but as, as to the point of being an indoor kid, uh, I, I would agree, that especially at night, I do tend to be more of an indoor kid. <laughs> In the middle of the night, I do like to be indoors. Um, it's just more comfy, more cozy. Uh, I do like to sleep in bed inside. Um, <laughs> so, what a weirdo. I know. I know. I'm so strange, but um, it's true. Uh, but I would like to say that I did wake up at four in the morning to see the super blue blood moon. I know that's not a star event, Ooh. but I was determined it's a to celestial see. event. Yeah, I was determined because I missed the solar eclipse to see the lunar mm-hmm. one. So I, I do sometimes get up in the middle of the night if it's worth my while. That is as not in- the middle of the night. That is the... Top of the morning to you. <laughs> okay, the sun was still nowhere to be found, so I think that's still nighttime. <laughs> um, Shelly, I don't know if this is a, a point of yours, but do you remember that time? That one time? Yeah, Julie? that's on my notes, Julie. Boom. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's like we're sisters or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what Julie was alluding to was that one time I had to drive my husband Rick to the airport in the middle of the freaking night because <laughs> so he 4 had to. Is that no, what you're legitimately it, middle like, of the night? Legitimately, I think it was like one or two in the morning, <laughs> uh, and uh, or maybe we left at midnight or something. It was like very late at night, and uh, yeah. and I had to drive him to the airport because he had to do some business trip or whatever and i didn't want to go alone because it was i was afraid of falling asleep so i don't even remember julie why you were around but you were around and uh because yeah, came... it was at mom and dad's house yeah so we had been I staying there home for the summer or something probably yeah because it was summertime so so julie and i drove him to the airport and then it just happened to be the same day that there was a meteor shower and so we when we got home we sat out in the backyard with blankets and stuff and looked up at the meteor shower and we did see a lot of falling stars and it was or shooting stars and and it was hashtag real talk uh that's one of the Special experiences that I really cherish with Aww. you, Shelly. I do too. Carly and I have a special experience too. <laughs> yeah, one time. one time at band camp, we went on a date. We went on a date. <laughs> camp. <laughs> she asked me. <laughs> um, okay, so yes. there was this one time that I went on a date with Holly's husband. 
Well, <laughs> they were married. Do you remember this? We went well, to go see a chick I mean, flick. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing, Shelly Gay. Uh, my, I think starting with mom, any time there are two people or more going anywhere, it is called a date. <laughs> That's true. And so Carly technically, I guess, did go on a date, but she went with my husband while my husband and I were married. And uh, I think I was extremely pregnant with my second child at this juncture. And Carly, Sounds right. What, what did you guys do? We went to go see a chick flick. Oh, oh he's so nice. I'm so glad that we brought this up. It's so timely. <laughs> um, but back to back to the stars. <laughs> back to the stars. Um, <laughs> I just like to say, in my life, I have a lot of star experiences. <laughs> um, <laughs> like Julie, my my husband and I, when we were dating, often went out, laid out on a blanket, looking up at the stars because it's so romantic. Puke, puke, puke. I know, gross, gross, but totally. it is. It totally is. <laughs> uh, we did that a lot because it was A, free, and B, you know, we were awake anyway, so might as well. Um and uh, we now, on my husband's phone, he has one of those stargazing apps where you just, like, point it at the sky and it tells you, like, what stars you're looking at and, like, constellations Polaris. and stuff. And it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's always Polaris. Uh, but so I enjoyed I enjoyed doing that. Um, my husband I gave my husband a telescope for Father's Day a year ago. Australian and, uh, Father's Day. Yes, and we we have been enjoying that. Um, well, it's actually not here with us right now. It's it's in customs, but it's coming. Um, and uh, let's see. I've been to planetarium slash observatories in three countries. So, Carly, you're right. I do enjoy that experience. We went a lot in Argentina and in Sydney because it's fun to kind of get to know those, you know, southern hemisphere like constellations and common stars and things like that. It's really is. I enjoy that experience of like, you know, someone telling me like what I'm looking at and kind of a story of like why they're right. like that or I'm the right it's person. Tr- it's in true. The world. <laughs> it's true. But I also like going outside and looking at the stars, and I will even sacrifice my precious, precious sleep to do, to do it. Uh, but I won't put so much effort into it. It like I won't be like, well, I want to look at the stars tonight. I'm going to drive up to Big Bear and go look, look at the stars. And then come back at four in the morning. I just won't do that. So, but oh, yeah, if I'm, you know, I mean, out camping, I'll stay for time. the sunrise. <laughs> okay, so what I'm saying is, I do enjoy doing it, but I'm not going to go crazy doing it. <laughs> I'm not going to build a glass ceiling in my house just so I can look at stars all the time. And then shatter it. <laughs> and then shatter it. Um, and mom and I actually, when we were, she mentioned our trip to Uluru when we, uh, when she came to to. Australia. And one of the things we did while we were there was take a stargazing class. And so they had two really big telescopes set up and they were showing us like, you know, star clusters and galaxies and different, you know, constellations and all kinds of cool stuff. And it was great. So I think I'm more in the yay stargazing side of things. So hooray. Yes. Oh I my think goodness. Carly's, Carly's partly right. I'm and then Julie's 
right too. So hooray. So Holly, sorry, Holly. Wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> That's my insult to you. You're wrong. Now you're wrong and mean. Uh, Shelly, I think you're wrong is the most insulting thing that one could say to me. <laughs> I know. Sorry, that was too mean. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Shelly, for telling us your opinion on stargazing. We are going to move on to our closing segment. What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? What's your what's your what's your name? And here in the segment, what's your name? We pull up a name generator and decide what our names would be for it. Last time we did this, we did the goth life with a Y one. And here are some Shelly gang members who wrote in with their goth life ones. Are you guys ready? I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Shelly gang member Justin Bogue, who we went to high school with, was bitter darkness. Ooh. (laughs) That's a good one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he mentioned that his son would be dark darkness. <laughs> oh, yes. I really like that one. Uh, Shelly gang member Colin Parker, who is a friend of the podcast from the podcast Journey Under 30. It, he, his goth life name is Black Batwing. Ooh, nice. That one's cool. <laughs> yeah. He said he's a fan of Batman, so it works. And I'm like, cool, good. Uh, ben Bird, one of the original Shelly Gang members, was looming darkness. <laughs> so he's just looming. Perfect he's not star. quite dark. <laughs> uh, Tucker Brown has, I think, my favorite on this list. His was frowny darkness. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that sounds like a sad uh, My Little Pony. <laughs> Yeah, that they eventually make their uh, into their friend, and then he like changes. Yes, yeah, yes. Uh, Shelly gang member John Elliot is bitter nightmare. Oh, <laughs> I mean that's a He's that's so a great the opposite name. of that. That's so funny. <laughs> and finally, Shelly gang member Joanna K was bitter moonlight. Ooh. And I thought that sounded so like poetic. emo, but like very delicate. Yeah. Like, if you like touch this emo name. girl, yeah, if you touch this emo girl, she'll like break. So <laughs> she'll shatter like a glass ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that is uh, from the last name generator. This week's name generator is the Sherlock story name generator so it's a little bit different we're going to be naming uh the 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 tale the sherlock holmes story that my life is or i'm going to declare that it's my life it's okay so here's here's the metric i don't want my life to be a sherlock holmes story because usually there's like murder there's way more drug use than in my my life and violence (laughs) yeah Um, so here's how we do it the setup is the blank which is your shirt color and then it corresponds with something on this list that i'll tell you the blank of the blank blank and that's your 
uh, astrological sign and the day of your birth. Okay. Okay. So mine is I'm wearing a blue shirt right now, or like mm-hmm. kind of like multicolored. It has it's blue with multicolored stripes. So multicolor was one of the options. Uh, the trial of the, and I'm in Aries, so nighttime. Then I was born on the thirtieth, and uh-huh. so unicorn. The trial <laughs> of the nighttime unicorn. The Ooh. 4 a.m. unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> that unicorn lives in the bitter darkness. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shelly, uh, what shirt are you wearing? I am wearing an orange shirt right now. An orange shirt. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> scandal. Ooh. The scandal of the, and you're a Leo, right? I am actually Cancer. Woof. Is mom a Leo? Yes. Oh, you're right on the cusp because you're 22. Yeah, I am. Uh, so the scandal of the meticulous, then you're born on the 22nd, thumb. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the scandal oh. of the meticulous thumb. <laughs> that sounds violent. I don't, I don't know if I like that. What yeah, that's that kind of... What would that story be about, Shell? Um, all I'm thinking of is a disembodied thumb yeah. who just is very detail-oriented and just out there, uh, who's robbing a lot of glove stores like an for purposes thumb? we don't know. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> okay. All right. I love it. Sherlock's greatest uh, digit foe. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, Julie, what color shirt are you wearing? Uh, uh, blue. Okay. The tragedy of the... And then, are you a Leo, Julie? <laughs> yes, I am. The tragedy of the persnickety... Then you're born on the first toaster. The tragedy oh. of the persnickety toaster. Okay, that sounds too silly to be Sherlock Holmes. (laughs) What would that Sherlock Holmes story be about? All I can think of is like the brave little toaster, except he's like really picky about what kind of bread is put inside him. (laughs) But what makes it a tragedy? I feel like these stories are like because somebody Sherlock got Holmes so annoyed Jr. with them, it threw him off a cliff or something, or off the like London Bridge. <gasps> oh, and then Sherlock finds him all rusted in the Thames. Perfect. Oh no! And he deserved it. It was me. I did it. <laughs> uh, perfect. Okay, Carly, what sh- what color shirt are you wearing? I'm wearing a red dress. Okay. So the problem, and then what is your sign? I legitimately had to look this up, and I am a Taurus. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so the problem of the maniacal, then you're born on the 11th, politician. Ooh. <laughs> that actually sounds like a legit it one. Sound as, yeah. It doesn't sound as dire, though. It's like, it's just a problem. <laughs> it's just a problem. Like, not a tragedy or, you know, uh, just a problem. So, Carly, what would your Sherlock Holmes story be about? Since it is my life, um, I am the maniacal. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are the, the maniacal, maniacal politician. politician in this um, so it's a point of view story from my point of view, and I'm trying to 
uh, like, uh, avoid Sherlock Holmes's eye so that I can win. <laughs> <laughs> so that I can His gaze. win a uh, do- dog catcher. Oh, my goodness. So I can <laughs> be the political opponent of dog catcher. Wow. <laughs> Cool. Okay. I'm in. I'm into that story. <laughs> so, Shelly Gang, if you want to add your Sherlock Holmes uh, story onto our Facebook page, I will post this uh, story name generator on our Facebook page, and you can tell us what your Sherlock Holmes story would be about. But I don't know if you're going to get any better than throwing the brave little toaster off of the dungeon bridge. <laughs> That's pretty good. That was my favorite. And feeling no guilt at all about it. <laughs> uh, anyways, that was our segment. What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? What's your, what's your, what's your name? And we would like to thank you, Shelly Gang, for joining us for another week. We would like to invite you to like our Facebook page. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at Shelly Has Opinions. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y. Or you could just go to our website, ShellyHasOpinions.com. Again, that's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, HasOpinions.com. And on there... I would recommend that you go back and listen to every single episode of Shelly Has Opinions, but backwards, uh, just to <laughs> see how many times we say Paul is dead. Uh, Paul is our dad. That sounds like a threat against our dad, though. <laughs> no. Yeah. It, was a, it was a witty Beatles reference that also fit into our lives. Just support me in this, okay? <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> uh, and again, I would like to thank Shelly and Julie and Carly for being with me and Kelly, our youngest sister, wherever you are. <laughs> uh, I, Next I don't know. time we'll gaze at into the stars in her eyes. <laughs> no, no. Next time, Kelly, that you're with us, we'll talk about that one time we all went on a date and farted <laughs> towards the stars. <laughs> Anyways, Shelly gang, thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. Bye. 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 Dang it, Shelly. Where are you?